0: In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Waiting in obedience. Especially in these ten days, between the ascension of our Lord, which we celebrated last Thursday, and the coming Sunday when we celebrate the Pentecost, the disciples were waiting in obedience. But to think of it, now we know the whole story, but let us go back to their time, find three different scenes. Let us focus on which scene, me and you, are enjoying the fellowship and the life of God. The first scene is, since the resurrection, immediately, Sunday evening, the Lord himself appeared to his disciples. So all of them saw him, and they were assured that he is risen. After a week, he appeared once more, while Thomas was there and he touched his wounds and he was shouting, my Lord, oh my God. During the 40 days, Christ once, when he met Mary Magdalene, told her, go to my disciples, you go to Galilee, and there they shall see me. Otherwise, they don't know what he is doing, where is he? We know that he is risen. He appeared to us every now and then without a definite place or appointment. Towards the end of the 40 days, what we read in the Gospel of St. John, uh, last chapter, St. Peter gave up. Despite at one point, in Luke chapter 5, he gave everything and followed the Lord. Now let us go and fish. Some other disciples went with him. It seems it is finished. Let us do whatever we can do to survive in this life. So despite just a few days before that, again on the great Thursday, the Lord was telling them, I'm going to the Father to prepare a place for you. Unless I go, I will not send the Holy Spirit. Once I go, I will send. So they knew what is going to happen but the decision at that time was a decision of disobedience. Let us go and fish. They were waiting, but waiting without hope, unfortunately. They saw the risen Lord, they knew everything. He told them many things. He assured them of his resurrection, but still were are going back. This is the first scene. To think of it, to see the second one. Second one, in these 10 days, The Lord already seen on the ascension, ascending into heaven. It's another full assurance. We saw him by our eyes ascending into heaven. And he said, I will send the Holy Spirit. Do not leave Jerusalem until you receive the Holy Spirit. This time, the waiting was different. The Bible tells us they spent, now we know it's 10 days, but till the day nine, or even till the day 10 in the morning, they didn't know it is the last day of waiting. Today we'll receive the Holy Spirit. So the second scene on earth, they were waiting in obedience, assured that we will never leave here until we receive the power of the Holy Spirit. Then we will go to the whole world. The first scene was full of doubts, despite Christ was risen. It ends up, Peter was telling them, let us go and fish, and many followed him. Second one was waiting in full obedience. We know that the Holy Spirit is coming, but we don't know when exactly. But the question again today, when I'm waiting, how long are you ready to wait? Is it for one day, for a week, for 10 days, or you are waiting because you are assured what the Lord has promised is going to be fulfilled in due time not in your timing or my timing in his time. So the first scene was waiting in hesitation and disobedience sometimes. Second one was waiting in obedience. But there is a third one which was unseen at that time, revealed to us later in the book of Hebrews. Jesus ascended on the 40th day. What was going on in heaven? Yes, on earth, you are waiting in obedience, confused. Sure, but not sure when. Sure that he is going to send something, but is he sending the Holy Spirit to take us with him? He told them before the cross, I'm going to prepare a place. Are you going to prepare the place? We have seen you going up to prepare the place and send the Holy Spirit to take us, or we have to wait again? But in heaven, the scene was totally different. And I believe this is what the Lord wants us all to see this morning. The sun ascended into heaven. We know Psalm 24, which we make it the act of resurrection, In some other traditions, they say it's three times happened. It happened upon the cross. Christ descended into Hades and opened Hades. And you will heard the voice, Lift up, O Kings, your gates. Then once more into paradise. And then the third time, and the biggest one was in the ascension, when heaven was opened to receive Christ holding, incarnated, and having our own humanity to have a place there. That's why in the liturgy of Saint Gregory, we are celebrating this by our statement. For stating that he brought up our first fruit into heaven. In this scene, St. Paul was confirming to us in Hebrews chapter nine, verse 23 and 24, that Christ now is appearing before the Father for our sake, holding our humanity, presenting our humanity there. Heaven and earth with were Braising him that now the full restoration, the fallen humanity, was promised in day one, and we read this in the book of in- 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 Incarnation by Saint Athanasius, chapter four, three and four. We had the promise to go into heaven if we kept the commandment, but we lost it in the first Adam. Second Adam came to restore us once more into heaven. So angels were praising God, now humanity are restored and elevated in Christ to have a place in heaven. Still the scene on earth was we are waiting, but we don't know for how long we are waiting. The scene in heaven, Christ has been risen, ascended into heaven to tell us you have a place in heaven. us applied on St. Stephen. In in Acts chapter 7, from verse 54 to the end, St. Stephen was about to be stoned. Heaven was opened. What did you see? He said, I see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the Father. I see my humanity is now there. I don't care about you stoning me anymore because I have a place in heaven. This is the connection between the two scenes. The last one. People on earth, seeing themselves, we are victorious. We are come to kill and stone Stephen. Stephen was victorious in a different way. I saw Christ ascending. I saw the heaven where were rejoicing for him to be there, holding our humanity. And now, I have a place. So he was able to do what Jesus did. He sent forgiveness to all those who were stoning him, and he was able. To command his spirit in the hand of the Father. Let us apply it on ourselves. In which scene are you living? Do you know and hear about resurrection but still you have m- many doubts about your place in heaven? Or are you confused but at least I'm in full obedience to what he did, what he is doing, and I'm assured he's going to work on me through his holy spirit or as we'll hear it in a few minutes in the liturgy, lift up your hearts. We say we have them with the Lord. Which Lord? The risen ascended, Lord. My hearts are elevated into heaven because I know there is a place for me there. Saint Paul tells us in Colossians chapter one and verse 12, what about your life today? What are you going to do? What is the word of your mouth? He's telling, giving thanks to the Father Why? For he has qualified us to the inheritance of the the saints in the light. Now I'm assured my humanity has a place And in these 10 days, I'm celebrating that on the day of Pentecost, the church will be refilled. We receive the Holy Spirit, all of us, in the first day when we were baptized. But in every celebration in the church, we are reliving the events. We are not repeating an event, we are not commemorating an event, but we are living the fullness of its power. So in the end, we are going to be in communion with the body and the blood of Christ, exactly as it has done in the upper room with the disciples, to say we have the assurance of eternity in our hearts and our minds. Let's pray the next few minutes in the liturgy, enjoying The three sins, and even if I'm in the worst place, choose a third one, giving thanks to the Father, for He has qualified us with the inheritance of His sins in light. May the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you from now and forever and ever. Amen.